This week we are in the middle of Vaseris Yimei preparing ourselves for Yom Kippur. The topic that we'd like to discuss today is the obligation of becoming tahor, pure, before Yom Kippur, both in terms of tahara from Tum'ah, both in terms of purity as opposed to impurity, and both in terms of purity from sins. Not the Tuma and Tara that's used in Sefer Vayikra, not the phrase of Tuma Tara which Mikvah can help, but the idea of entering the presence of a Kaddish Baruch Yom Kippur in a state of moral and ethical perfection as much as possible. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daftazayim Udbeiz, says that the halacha of becoming Tahor is a halacha of Yantif. We'll have to an- analyze this sugya before we get to the specific laws of Yom Kippur. The Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, Daftazayim Udbeiz, Amr Av Yitzchak. Because of the parallelism, I'd like to call two halachas of Rav Yitzchak. First, the Gemara mentioned the famous halacha that Rav Yitzchak said, that Chayav Adam Lagbil Pnei Rabba a person is obligated to visit his Rebbe, Un Yantif. The Nodeb Yehuda already pointed out that the Shulchan Aruch does not quote this halacha. And he says the reason for it is because since today Aliyah Regel is not applicable, Therefore, the halacha of visiting your Rebbe would also not be applicable. It would seem strange that the Rebbe who represents the Kaddish Baruch Hu should be visited, whereas the Kaddish Baruch Hu himself cannot be visited. It's as if we would place the re- the covet of our Rebbe higher than the covet of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So therefore, the Nodab Yudah said the Shulchan Aruch left out this halacha, and it is not applicable bizman azeh. The second halacha the Rebbe Yitzchak said, is Amrav Yitzchak Chayav Adam Letaris Hatzma Beregel Shenema Ovenivlasam Lasigo. Rabbi Yitzchak said that the the a person is obligated to become tor Beregel because it says in the Torah Benivlasam Lasigo you should not touch the carcass. The mean the meaning of the Benivlasam Lasigo is you should not become tummy. But then the Gemara goes on Tanya Nami Achi we learned in a Brisa Ovenivlasam Lasigo Yachal Yisrael Yisrael Muzayim Amaga Nevela. Is it really possible that the phrase of Vinivlasam Lasigo really means literally that you're not allowed to touch a dead carcass, you're not allowed to become Tame? And the Gemara learns from that fourth year argument from a Kabachomer that that would be impossible. The Gemara says, look, Tumas Mace, which is a very, very strict Tuma, very severe type of Tuma. And a Kohen is not allowed to become Tame Lamace. But a regular Jew is allowed to become Tame Lamace. So how could it be? that a uh, lesser type of Tumah, Tumah Kala, in the words of the Gemara, a Jew should be required. So therefore, first of all, the Gemara seems to say there's no idea of becoming Torah at all. In general, a person, there are laws of Tumah Vitara. A person that wants to walk around in the state of Tumah is allowed. There's no special Allah of being Torah. So then the Gemara says, what do I do with the Pasuk of Anivlasam Lasigo? But nevertheless, the Pasuk says, you should not touch a Nevela. So the Gemara says it's referring to Yantif. Beregel. So it doesn't seem, Lefip Shutel Shamikra, it doesn't seem to be that that's the meaning of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, You should not touch it. So you could learn that there's a halacha, an Easter becoming Tameh. You could learn that it's only a din. 
if you touch if you touch it, you'll become tame. But to go say there's a chiyuv and regel seems to be a rather forced rush in the pasuk. The Ramban and Chumash points this out. The Ramban and Chumash says, "Eino azara The Torah never told me you're not allowed to touch nevela. Avoyomar uvenivlasam losigo kitmei memlachem. The Torah just said, "Don't touch it because you become tame." In other words. It's a result. It's not that it's also to touch it. It's saying, if you touch it, you'll become Tame. And therefore, you should know that if you do touch it and become Tame, then you have to stay away from the Mikdash and the Kadasha. You have to stay away from the objects of the Reisah Mikdash. Then the Ramban goes on to say, but what about the Medrash that's quoted in Taraskanim, Uvenivlasam Lossigo, it's the same idea that we found in Rosh Hashanah. You should not touch Nevela on the time when you want to be tar. So the Ramban says, it's not a love, it's not an Easter, and the Ramban proves it's not an Easter because he says if somebody does touch Nevela, even on Yantif, if a person touches this dead carcass and he becomes Tameh, so the, maybe the Torah had meant for him not to do it. Maybe it would be a good idea not to do it. But the Torah had never said there's a love which has Malkos. You don't get Malkos. You wouldn't get a, a, a stripes for doing such an Avera. Then the Ramban quotes Agamah and Rosh Hashanah. And the Ramban says, When the Gemara said, it's a, it, it, our Gemara, Halacha, so he says, it's a mitzvah mitzvah suffer. It seems to be drabanan. The Torah neither says it's required or not, or it's also, there's nothing at all in, in the Torah about it. And then he says, the Ramban adds, maybe it's an asmachta. Like another asmachta. So the Ramban apparently thinks that this halacha is not a raisa. Means that it's a good idea. But you, it seems to be that there's no Easter at all. In fact, it would seem logical that you don't need an Easter. Because since there is a, mi- a mitzvah of Ali al since there's a mitzvah of going to the Beis HaMikdash, a person who's Tameh cannot come to the Beis HaMikdash, therefore there would be an obligation upon him to become Torah, but you don't need a separate obligation. It's a simple halacha that a person who's going to the Beis HaMikdash should go to the Beis HaMikdash. You can only go to the Beis HaMikdash if you're Torah. So what do I need a halacha for? So the Ramban says this whole halacha seems to be the Rabbanan, and it's not included in the Easter of the Torah of Vlasim Lasigo. However, the Rambam seems to disagree with the position of the Ramban. The Rambam is found in the very end of Hilchas Tumas Ochlim. The Rambam says in Perek Tezayim, Halacha Yud. Before that, he mentions that you do, uh, regularly during the year people do not have to become tahar. But then he says, All of Yisrael are required to be tahar in every yantif. Because they are prepared to go into the Mikdash, or perhaps he means they should be prepared to go into the Mikdash and eat kachim. When the Torah said you cannot touch an Avela, it seems according to the Rambam, it's a real limud, it's really the Pshat and the Pasuk. On Yantif, you're not allowed to touch an Avela. 
The Rambam goes on to say, "We need not okay? We'll return to that right away. The rest of the year, a person who wants to become Tameh can become Tameh, but it seems that from the Rambam, it's a real Easter to become Tameh. If that's true, then why does the Rambam agree with a position mentioned by the Ramban that you don't get Malkus? Seems to be a real Easter according to the Rambam. You're not allowed to touch Nevela. So, it's true it only applies to Yantif, but why should you get Malkus? The answer seems to be that the Easter to become Tameh is not an Easter per se of becoming Tameh. The Easter is, it deters you from entering the world of Mikdash Vekadashev. For example, let's say a person became Tameh a month before Yantif. So, the Easter is not to become Tommy a month before Yantif. There's nothing wrong with that. But what a person should do then is enter a state of Tara, do whatever he has to do to become Tar for Yantif. So the real Easter here is not an Easter of a love, but it's more of a bitalase. Vinivlasam Lasigo means by touching the Vela, you're Mevato the mitzvah say. So therefore it's really like an Isra say, it's like a Bitala say rather than a than a Lota say. Interestingly enough, the Gemara used the phrase Chayavadam Lataratzma Beregel. The the Gemara phrased it of course in a positive statement. A person should become tar. Because it says Uvinivlasam Lasigo. So it seems that the translation of Benivlasam Lasigo, although it seems like a lav, is really translated as a positive thing that Chayav Adam Not only that, the Chiyuv seems to be not before Yantif, on Yantif. Chayav Adam It means that you have to do whatever it's necessary for the Regel in order to come into the Beis HaMikdash according to the Rambam. This would be parallel to the two halachas that we said, originally Rav Yitzchak said. When Rav Yitzchak said, Chayev Adam, the Hagvil Pnei Rabba Beregel, a person should visit his Rebbe. He doesn't mean Erev Yantif, he doesn't mean before Yantif, he means Beregel. So the parallel halacha here would be, Chayev Adam, the Taratzma Beregel, would mean on Yantif, a person should become Tar. So even though it's phrased as a lav of Benevlasim Lasigo, it's really a bit lasay. The Rambam seems to take this halacha, as we said, as a daraisa, whereas the Ramban seemed to say that it's a real darabonan. According to the Rambam, it's daraisa, and the purpose of the daraisa is in order to come into the mikdash v'kadashev. The Meiri in Rosh Hashanah has one short line where he seems to disagree both with the Ramban and with the Rambam. The Ram- Meiri says, "Chayavadim l'taretz ma'beregel." The purpose of becoming Tar Beregel is although the whole year a person may eat, may be in a state of Tumah, and eat re- regular food. He doesn't have to make sure the food is Tar. He's in a state of, of, of Tara. Nevertheless, Beregel, a person should eat his food Betara. Why would that be true? If you... If it's not because of Beis HaMikdash, the Miri doesn't say a word about going to the Beis HaMikdash. So what's the reason that a person should eat Chulun Betaro and Yantif? The answer seems to be a deep understanding of what Yantif means in general. In the Sefer, Shirum Nezecha Abamari, Rav Salavechik, in the Shia that he gave on the concept of Kavad and Oneg, Bashabas and Yantif, the Rav there explained 
a basic distinction between Shabbos and Yantif, which is crucial for a number of points. The Rav explained that Shabbos, basically, a person is stays home. Conceptually, he stays home. And as if it were, the Shabbos enters his home. The idea that we have Friday night of going implies that Shabbos is coming into our house. We welcome the guests into our house. The Malachim Friday night, according to the Gemara, when they enter our house, they come into my house. But I'm home. On Yantif, conceptually, the mitzvah of Aliyah Regel implies that a person basically leaves his home and goes to visit HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Yantif. On Yantif, a Jew goes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, whereas on Shabbos, a Jew stays home. When the Torah refers to Usmachtem Lifnei Hashem Elokeichem Shivas Yomim, when the Torah says that there's a mitzvah of Simcha of seven days, Lifnei Hashem, it seems that the idea of Lifnei Hashem applies to Yantif more than on Shabbos. On Shabbos, you might say a person's always Lifnei Hashem, but there are higher levels of Lifnei Hashem. There are higher times, higher people, higher places of Lifnei Hashem. In, play, in time, Yantif is Lifnei Hashem. Usmachtem Lifnei Hashem lokechem shivas yamin. Therefore, the Me'iri seems to think that it behooves a person who enters the presence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu to be on a higher level of Tahara. The Rav used this idea to explain why there's no Avelus on Yantif, but there is Avelus in Shabbos. Shabbos is one of the seven days of Avelus. Of course, we don't do Avelus Befarasya, but we do Avelus Betsina. Public Avelus is not demonstrated on Shabbos, but private Avelus is demonstrated. A person in his own home has a dinim of, of, of being an Avel on Shabbos. Whereas in Yantov, there's no Avelus at all. The Rav explained that one of the most important understandings of Avelus is that Avelus, to use a phrase found in the Gemara, is a munudem makam. It's as if he's estranged from God, as if God is angry at him, put him in Cherem. It's Rihuk Mekadosh Baruch Hu. A person who is an Avel is somewhat estranged from Mekadosh Baruch Hu. The height, of course, is when he's an Onain and he cannot even do mitzvahs. He is removed from Mekadosh Baruch Hu. Rihuk Mekadosh Baruch Hu. On Shabbos, a person could live in a situation where he is Meruchak Mekadosh Baruch Hu. He is home. Meruchak Mekadosh Baruch Hu. However, in Yantif, conceptually, a person is Lefnei Hashem. You can't be both Lifnei Hashem and Rachok Me Hashem at the same time. Therefore, something has to give. Therefore, the Rav explained there's no Avelis really on Yantif. He also mentioned a number of times the difference in custom of clothes on Shabbos and Yantif is a reflection of this idea as well. Which is holier, Shabbos and Yantif? Everybody understands the Kedusha of Shabbos is higher than the Kedusha of Yantif. And both holidays, both Shabbos and every Yantif, require a person to wear special clothes that he doesn't wear the whole year. But Shabbos clothes and Yantif clothes should be also different. The person should have separate clothes for Shabbos and separate clothes for Yantif. Which clothes should be the more dignified, the better clothes, the more perhaps expensive clothes? So one pr- probably would think Shabbos, because Shabbos is higher Kedusha than Yantif. But the Allah is not so. The Allah that Yantif clothes should be better than the Shabbos clothes. Why is that true? So the Rav explained that a person on Shabbos is in his own house. People are visiting him. 
When a person's home, he acts more ca- casually than when he goes out. Person's is the balabas, he's in his own house. So he dresses more casually, even though the Kedusha is greater, but nevertheless it's his house. On Yom Tev, when a person leaves his house and goes to visit HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when you go to visit somebody else, you have to behave in a manner that you would be more appropriate to visit someone else. This difference between Shabbos and Yom Tev could be used to explain the Meiri as well. The Meiri says, Chayav Adam Levaker, Chayav Adam in order to eat chul and betara, since a person is visiting Hakadosh Baruch Hu, entering the domain of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, a person should be on his best behavior. A person should try to be in a situation where I feel most comfortable to visit by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I should wear my best clothes. I should try to be a state of tara. So, the Meiri, as well as the Rambam, seems to think that this is a real biblical obligation. A person should be tar beregel because. According to the Rambam, because of the Beis Hamikdash, whereas according to the Meiri, because of Inichun Betara, the Ramban disagrees with the both the Rambam and the Ramban, both and the Meiri, and he thinks it's a Din Rabbanan. It's a rabbinic law of Chayav Adam What would be the basic distinctions between the Rambam and Meiri, the Nafkeminas Lahalache? Of course, for our purpose today, we're going to deal mainly with two. Nafkeminas. One, does this halacha apply to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur as well? If you would discuss the idea of the Rambam, because you have to go into the Mikdash, then we would have to analyze to these halachas of going into the Mikdash, partaking of Kachim, uh, that we do in, in the Shlosh Regalim, does that apply to Yom, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? At first blush, it seems to be that it would not apply. So, it would seem without going too much into detail of the halachas of Rosh Hashanah Kippur, it would seem that this halacha of Chayav Adam Letaretz Mabaregel would not apply at all to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We'll discuss mostly Yom Kippur, of course. Whereas according to the Me'iri, the purpose of Chayav Adam Letaretz Mabaregel is because a person is entering the domain of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we should become, enter that domain in a world of Tara. So, how much more so would that apply to Yom Kippur? When we talked about different stages, different times of the year of being Lefnei Hashem, we said the whole year a person lives in a sense Lefnei Hashem, but Yom Tov is a higher level of Usmachtem Lefnei Hashem Elokeichem. You enter the presence of a Kaddish Baruch, you go Ali the Regal. How much more so would be on Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is certainly the highest level of Lefnei Hashem. Entering the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yom Kippur, going before the Kisei HaKavod, going before the, to be, before the Yom Hadin, when we come, the Mishpat of the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it seems that according to Niri, it would be a Kavachomer, Ben Benoshel Kavachomer. Tremendous argument to say that Yom Kippur, a person should become Tar. So, therefore, it seems that the nafkamina would be that according to the Rambam, a, this halach would not apply to Yom Kippurim necessarily, whereas according to Miri, it would certainly apply to Yom Kippurim. Another nafkamina would obviously be, would this halach apply bizman hazeh? Because according to the Miri, the reason a person should become tar is because you're entering the presence of Kaddish Baruch Hu, Lifnei Hashem. That's a concept that doesn't matter whether a person does go into Beis Mikdash or doesn't go into Beis Mikdash. Conceptually, Yantav a person ent- a person enters the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore, this halacha would apply. Whereas according to the Rambam, if we interpret the Rambam literally, 
that the purpose is likanes lamikdash vekadashev. The purpose is actually to be prepared to go into the base hamikdash. Then today, bismana when we don't have the base hamikdash, it won't apply at all. It wouldn't apply it on, on yantif on any yantif. It certainly would not apply on yom kippur. So, interestingly enough, according to the Noda Bihuda, the first halach of Rabbi Yitzchak, Chayavadam Lagil Pnei Rabbi Beregel, doesn't apply B'zmanazeh. And according to the way we're interpreting the Rambam, the second halacha would not apply either. Chayavadam L'tayatzma Beregel does not apply B'zmanazeh, according to the Rambam. So therefore, according to the Noda Bihuda, the first halacha doesn't apply. We would say the second halacha doesn't apply. And it's very interesting to note that the opposite is true, according to the Noda Bihuda. The Noda Bihuda read another sefer called Tzlach. The Tzlach, written by the same Noda Bihuda, interprets the Rambam differently than we have interpreted the Rambam until now. He basically said that the Rambam agreed with the Miri. He didn't quote the Miri, apparently he didn't have such a Miri, but the Noda Bihuda said that according to the Rambam, when the Rambam says a person should be tar beregel because of Mikdash V'Kadashev, he doesn't mean because he actually goes into Mikdash V'Kadashev. He says, because it's the time when a person goes into Mikdash V'Kadashev. It's a simon rather than a, a cause. Because a person at this time enters the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is translated in the time of the Beis HaMikdash to the fact that he goes into the Mikdash, but conceptually he always goes to the Beis HaMikdash on, on Yantif. Therefore, the Lord Abihuda says that, that even according to the Ram, this halacha would apply Bismanazer. Most people disagree with us, Noda Behuda, but I just found it interesting that according to Noda Behuda, the first halacha of Rabbi Yitzchak, namely visiting Yerav, does not apply Bismanazer. Nevertheless, the halacha of visiting the base of being tar before Yom Kippur, before, before Yantif, does apply Bismanazer. The simple interpretation would not be that way. Does the halacha apply bismanazer? The simple interpretation would be that according to Ramam it does not apply, according to Miri it does apply. Does it apply on Yom Kippur? The simple interpretation would be that according to the Ramam it does not apply, and according to the Miri it would apply. The bottom line is, what source do we find? Where are the halachas that relate to the tvila of Erev Yom Kippur? The Rush, in the end of Masechus Yuma, has an argument with Rabbeinu Sadiagon. Rabbeinu Sadia Gon said that Erev Yom Kippur, when a person comes up from Mikveh, he should make a bracha, ala tefillah. The Rush argued with him and said, first of all, I never found any source in the Gemara that says a person should go to Mikveh Erev Yom Kippur. If you're going to quote the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that we've discussed, Rabbi Yitzchak's halacha, that a person should become tar, but regel, so he says that means becoming tar. Today we can't become tar because today we are ritually impure and we cannot, because of Tumas Mace, because we've been in contact with dead bodies and you cannot become tar unless you have paraduma. Since we don't have tar of Ismanazer, you can never become tar. So how can you make a bracha? When the rush argued with Rabbeinu Sadiagon, it would be important for us to try to analyze does the rush, do the rush, do Rabbein, does Rabbein Asadjagon, the rush and Rabbein Asadjagon, do they basically agree with the Rambam, or do they basically agree with Miri? The machlokas between Rabbein Asadjagon and the rush is whether you make a bracha bismanazeh. But both Rabbein Asadjagon and the rush think that the din of becoming Tahar would apply bismanazeh, and it would apply on Yom Kippur as well. Rabbi Nisad Yagon therefore says you make a bracha. 
The rush says, no, you can't make a bracha because you can't become totally tar. But if you could become totally tar, then you would make a bracha. He would agree. So he says, it does apply, Bizman Hazeh. So apparently the rush of Benus Sadi going to agree with the reasoning of the Mi'iri that a person really should become tar because of the the time of the year is such that he enters the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In some concept it means Lechachulin Batara for Yom Kippur. It means to be in a state of Tara. A person would, might then ask, according to this, why would Rabbi Nisad Yagon said you make a bracha on every Yom Kippur? I would say you should make a bracha the entire year. Why should you make a bracha only every, every regal? According to Rabbi Yitzchak's halacha, you should make a bracha every time you go to mikvah before Yantif. Why only on Erev Yom Kippur? One might argue and say that even though Rabbi Yitzchak said you should go to mikvah Erev, every Erev Yantif in order to enter the presence of Gadish in the state of Tara, we learned that this applies to Yom Kippur as well. On Yom Kippur, it could be that Rabbi Yitzchak's halacha applies to the nth degree. Much more than on Yantif. It's not only that Yom Kippur is included in Rabbi Yitzchak's halacha, on Yom Kippur there's a specific application of the halacha of Rabbi Yitzchak. Since every Yantif is Lefnei Hashem, in a certain state, but there are different levels of Lefnei Hashem. Yom Kippur is the highest level of Lefnei Hashem. In terms of time of the year, Sukkis is Lefnei Hashem. But Yom Kippur, the day that we stand before Kisei HaKavot, before the Yom Hadin, Ki vayom hazeh yichapeh aleichem l'tayeschem mikol chatoseichem l'fnei Hashem titaru. That day of l'fnei Hashem is the highest matreg of l'fnei Hashem. Perhaps Rabbeinu Sadiqan says the bracha that Chazal instituted, the bracha is only the Rabbanan, of course. The bracha that Chazal instituted, they only instituted for that specific l'fnei Hashem of Yom Kippur. Another explanation why Yom Kippur would be the only time when you make such a bracha, may be found in the Shibali Halakat. The Shibali Halakat in Simon Reish Pei Gimel says that Halamadata Shalachol Regel Veregel Chayav Adam Litar Atzmo Kol Shekain Berosh Hashanah V'Yam Kippurim Shehem Yemei Mishpat Shetzarich Adam Litar Lekadish Atzmo Laotzi Chaar Tzidka Mishpato Katsarai Every regular person should be tar, as we say, Rav Yitzchak Salacher, eh? but how much more so Rashaim Kippur? Why? Since they are the days of Din, a person should prepare himself to be able to walk into court and walk out innocent, to be deemed innocent. So, this might follow the explanation that we've said so far, that according to the Me'iri's line of reasoning, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur has a higher level of Tahara, that's required. It's a higher state of Lifnei Hashem, and therefore you would make a bracha. But then, the Shibali Aleket adds another reason. Shaminan mina, dechol balei tshuva tovlim, hilkach mevarchim aliyah. Rabbeinu Shibali Aleket quotes a source that I have omitted, an, a, a Raisa in Avas Rav Nassim, and that seems to imply that every Balchuva should have to go to Mikvah to become Tahar. 
the question would be this tevila, this going to mikvah that is required of Balchuva is according to Shibol Eleket perhaps a different halacha completely. It's not Rav Yitzhak's halacha. According to the first Perush in Shibol Eleket, it seems to be it's Rav Yitzhak's halacha par excellence and because it's the halacha par excellence you make a bracha. According to the second shot, it could be that the tevila of Yom Kippur is a tevila of tshuva, a different type of tevila completely. And therefore, you should be required to make a bracha for tevila of tshuva, but not for a tevila of tahara. We still should understand what would be the machlokas between Rabbeinu Sa'ad Yagon and the Rosh, since they both agree that Bizman Hazeh, the halacha would apply, the Rabbeinu Sa'ad Yagon said, therefore you make a bracha. And the Rosh says, no, you can't do it anyway. So what's the point of making a bracha? The answer would be to suggest a question whether there is a concept c- called Tahora Chalkit, partial Tahara. We know that in the world, really, of Tumah Vitara, there's no such concept of being a little bit tahar, a little bit Tameh. It's all or nothing. We know, for example, that if a person goes to Mikveh, but he left out one fingernail, there's one problem, there's a that he's, one part of him is not in the Mikveh. So you're not going to say, well, he's mostly tahar. No, he's Tameh. A person has to enter the Mikveh completely to become tahar. The tvila that we do Erev Yom Kippur is a tvila to enter the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not for the purpose actually of going into Beis HaMikdash today, Bizman Unfortunately, we do not have the Beis HaMikdash. So you can't look at the ritual laws of Tumah Vatara and say, well, we can't do them today. Therefore, there's no concept at all of going to Mikveh. Today, the idea of going to Mikveh before Yom Kippur is to try to enter the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the state of Tara as, as much as we possibly can. What I would call Tahora Chalkit, partial Tahara. Is it a good idea to do? In Hebrew they say today, Zemayesh. That's the only thing we can do. We cannot have Paraduma today. We do not have Paraduma. Therefore we cannot become Tahor like we would really like. Should we, or is there real halacha of trying to attain partial Tara? Rabbeinu Gesad Yagon says yes. And therefore, for the purpose of Rav Yitzchak's halacha, for the purpose of this ta- of tvila that we do have Yom Kippur, you should make a bracha. Shibbole Aleket would say, yes, you should make a bracha for the tshuva, of, for the tvila of tshuva. Whereas the Rush would say, you can't make a bracha if you're not really tar at the end. If at the end of the day you do not become, enter the presence of HaKadosh Baruch in a state of complete tara, so... You cannot make a bracha. We pointed out that Rav Yitzchak's halacha of Chayav Adam Leteratzmoberegel means Unyantif. And it's interesting, the two halachas of Rav Yitzchak, which are, seem to be somewhat parallel, the first halacha is visiting your Rebbe Unyantif. That's certainly not Erev Yantif, it's Unyantif. Similarly, the halacha of Chayav Adam Leteratzmoberegel would seem to be that Unyantif, not before Yantif, but Unyantif. Of course, this is not the minig of going to Mikveh of Yom Kippur. And I'd like to quote the words of the Ramban and explain why the Mikveh of Yom Kippur is a real kiyum of Lifnei Hashem Yitaru. The Ramban is well known to say that the mitzvah of Yom Kippur is not to become Tohar on Yom Kippur, 
but it's to enter this the day of Yom Kippur in a state of Tara. Now, I'm not referring to Tara of Mikveh. I'm referring to Tara from sins. The Ramban says that the vidui that a person says Erev Yom Kippur is the real vidui that a person should say not only because what the Gemara says, Shema Teichanik Pesuda, maybe you won't say Vidu Un Yom Kippur, but really the time to say Vidui is at the entrance to Yom Kippur, before a person enters the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Yom Kippur, Lifnei Hashem Titaru. So both in the world of Tumah Vitara, in a more literal sense of Mikveh, and in the world of Tara Vitumah of sins, it is incumbent upon us to prepare before Yom Kippur, both to go to the mikveh and to say vidui, to enter the state of lifnei Hashem titaru.